Turn to the book of Luke. If you got your Bible, turn there, turn there, turn there. Luke, Luke, Luke. Any Lukes in here? Any Lukes on Zoom? No, okay, we'll pray for Luke. Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19. We're going to read about a story this week in our series, Know Jesus. What we're looking at is what was His purpose? What was the purpose of Jesus? And I believe this Scripture is going to help us today. It's going to show us what His purpose was on earth. Because Jesus is God, but God left divinity, left heaven and came to earth. And He dwelt among us and He lived a life just as you and I are. In order to take our sin, in order to die on the cross, in order to be the propitiation, the the replacement of what we deserved, He took our place. But not only did He take our place, He also lived a life and showed us what life could look like. Jesus isn't just our Saviour, He's also our example. Jesus isn't just our Saviour and our example, He's also the picture of who God is. If you're wondering who is God and what is He like, read about Jesus. Jesus is perfect theology. Luke 19, 1 to 10. We're gonna hear a story about a guy called Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus, he was short, he was a tax collector and he's gonna help us today. Amen. Everyone say Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, some people pronounce it. I like Zacchaeus. Luke 19, 1 to 10, it says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. I mean, his itinerary, didn't even have meeting with Zacchaeus. He was just passing through. But who knows that sometimes the greatest moments in your life can actually become in the form of interruptions. And so Jesus, He was just passing through, but He was interrupted. Verse two, a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him. Who loves sycamore fig trees? Me either, never seen one. I climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus. How did Jesus know his name? They've never met. But he looked up and said, Zacchaeus. It's almost like Jesus knew him before he was even born. It was almost like Jesus knew this guy while he was knitted in his mother's womb. It was almost like Jesus knew his name before Zacchaeus had even met Jesus. And Zacchaeus came down immediately. Jesus said to him, I must stay at your house today. I must, I must, I must stay. I must stay. I've got a purpose here. I just hooked into what God's doing. I must stay. This is not an option. This is urgent. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. gladly. Zacchaeus welcomed Jesus. All the people saw this and began to mutter. He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. Have you heard about that, Jesus? What is he doing? What is he doing? He's not meant to do that, didn't he? No, didn't he read the Bible? Didn't he read the traditional laws and religious rules of this place? He doesn't know what he's doing. He's gone to be the guest of a sinner. He should be, he should be the guest of the rabbi. But he's gone to be the guest of a sinner. Verse 8, but Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord. They were dining together and he stood up from the table and he said, look, Lord, 
Here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. Verse 10, here it is. Why Jesus came. For the Son of Man came to seek, everyone say seek, and to save, everyone say save, the lost. God speak to us today in these short moments. Lord, we just thank You that You give us a picture, Father, of, of Your purpose and our purpose. And Lord, we just thank You that You would encourage us today. Lord, that we would walk out of here taller, stronger, more full of hope, more full of faith, more embraced by love than the way we came in. We thank You for it. We receive it today in Jesus' Name. They all said, Amen, Amen. Thank you, Mitchell on the keys. Can you thank Mitch? He can do it all. He can sing, he can play guitar, he can do the triangle, he can dance. We'll get him out to do interpretive dance next week. That'd be awesome. Wow, look at that. We'll pray for him at the end. Okay, so, 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 so. One of the interesting things about working out somebody's purpose is you start to see what somebody's purpose is by their priorities. So what you see as important actually starts to tell us your why. What, what you prioritise starts to communicate your purpose. And so if we wanna know the purpose of Jesus, we need to look at His priorities. What did He prioritise? In life, this is so true. If Jesson and I go shopping, who loves shopping? Come on, who loves, who loves shopping? Come on, be real with me today. Come on, Zoom, wave at the camera. If you Come on, Jason Bourbon. I know, I know you like shopping. I know you have new pairs of shoes every week. Let's go. I'm jealous, I'm with you. I, I'm a sucker for a new pair of shoes. Shopping. So Jason and I, we go shopping and, and recently we've been doing some furniture shopping. We're just getting some new lamps, which is nice and just trying to get some light in there because it's been a bit dark. And so we, we got some lamps. But the thing about um, when we go shopping together, Pastor Patrick, right, is that, that Jason has one purpose and I have another. My purpose when we're going into freedom <laughs> is to get as free as quick as I can. <laughs> to get in and get out. <laughs> My purpose is not to see every option and know what everything is and what it costs and where from and how it looks together with another lamp or a, a pillow. You know what I mean? <laughs> Please help us, Lord. How many pillows can we have? There's pillows that we don't even use as pillows. They're just pillows for the sake of looking at them, but we take them off. I've not used that pillow once. So we go in and we, we, my purpose is get in, get out. But Jesson's purpose is to buy the best possible item for our home, which is fair. I mean, that's fair. So that means when we go into the, the shop, because we have different purposes, therefore we have different priorities. And Jesson's priority is to literally, literally just walk the whole, I'm really throwing under the bus here today. I'm sorry, babe, I love you so much. I love you so much. Is to walk around the shop and see every single item of freedom. Have you been to freedom? <laughs> that place is full. 
and it's about seven times as big as this auditorium. It's, it's full of stuff. And she goes and looks at every item because the purpose is to get the best possible item in this place. My purpose is to get in and get out. Therefore, my priority is speed. I want to know how quickly we can get this done. So I'm looking at the guy or the gal who's going to come and help us. And I want to know if they are speedy, if they're slow, we'll just move on to someone else. If you're not going to help me get this done quickly, if you were giving me all the possibilities, I don't want a lot of options. I want narrow is the road to life. Narrow is the path to salvation. I want a few. Because your purpose is seen in what you prioritise. On a soccer field, there's, there's, a, there's a player pretty well on every team who's known as the ball hog. Their purpose is to get all the glory for themselves. Therefore, their priority is to keep the ball to themselves. Then there is a team player. Their purpose is for the team to win. Therefore, they pass the ball. This is true in real life soccer. This is true in FIFA. Marlon, pass the ball. Pass the ball. Pass the ball in Jesus' name. And so, you see purpose by priority. And here in this story, we start to catch what is important to Jesus by what he focuses on, by what was his priority. In a crowd, he had one priority and that priority was not to please everybody. It wasn't to do what everybody else wanted him to do. It was to align to the purpose of God, who he represented, and therefore prioritise according to that purpose. And this will set you free practically in your life. If you are prioritizing everything that everybody else tells you to prioritize, eventually your purpose will drift and you will find yourselves at the end of the road with somebody else's purpose that you were never meant to live. That's really good. That is good. That will help you. Don't let other people set your priorities. You need to take ownership and responsibility for your priorities according to your purpose. So you need to know your purpose and then select your priorities, not according to what people say, but according to God's purpose for you. So, Luke. Luke. <laughs> Jesus enters Jericho. He's passing through. And Zacchaeus is a... Chief tax collector, very wealthy, important man, very hated. Zacchaeus is hated among the crowd. He is the least of the least. He's wealthy, but he is not liked. Chief tax collector represented the Roman authority that was governing the Jewish people, and they did not like that. And so the Jews did not like anybody who represented the Roman authority in that time. And Zacchaeus represented the Roman regime by coming in and collecting tax. But Zacchaeus didn't just collect the tax that the Romans were due. He collected, collected that tax and his own. He was, he was putting a little bit extra commission and so people knew this and they hated him. They didn't like him. He was at least. But of all the people in the crowd, the greatest among them has time and attention for the least among them. And so Jesus, 
He looks up, it says in verse three that Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to see Him. You will find God if you want Him. If you don't want Him, you won't find Him. Don't try and convince somebody who doesn't want God to want God. Because God will resist the proud. He gives grace to the humble. And so somebody who doesn't want God, we're gonna love them, we're gonna pray for them, and we're gonna move on to the person who does want God. Because there are hundreds and thousands of people in this city who want God, who need God, who are ready for God. And so let's give our heart and attention to helping those who want God. Jesus saw that Zacchaeus wanted Him. Zacchaeus wanted Him. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I said in American, I don't know why, heart. <laughs> heart, heart, fire, water, heart. Okay, Zacchaeus found Jesus because he wanted to. But then it says, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a tree. Climbed a tree. To see, he had to climb a tree. He couldn't see unless he had a tree. And so because he had a tree, suddenly he could see. He had to climb up a tree so he could see. It was a tree, tree. Everyone remember tree. Everyone say tree. 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 We'll come back. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down, bro. (laughs) I must stay at your house today. Because Jesus knew Zacchaeus before he had ever met him. Jesus knew he had an appointment with Zacchaeus before Zacchaeus had ever even seen Jesus. And there's somebody here today watching on Zoom in the room and you didn't even know God, you don't even know what God is like, what He looks like, but He knows you and He knew you were coming today and He has an appointment with you that He has scheduled in the scale of eternity. He knew that today would be the day that you would meet with Him, that you would come to know Him. It says that all the people began to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. Because Jesus' priority was not to heal the well, it was to help the sick. So therefore, he was drawn to the guy up the tree. And then Jesus eats with them and Zacchaeus stood up as they're having dinner. He says, here and now, I will give half of my possessions. I'll just give it all. Please note This is really important. This is really important. Write this down. Make sure you catch this. The transformation in Zacchaeus' life didn't happen before relationship. This is the gospel. Religion says, I have to transform to be able to have relationship with God. Thank you, Jesus, that the gospel says, have relationship with God. And because of what Jesus did, I can now be transformed. Come on, Zoom, send me some love through the interweb. Come on. It's it's because of what Jesus did and in the context of relationship, His grace connects me and His truth corrects me. Grace and truth, grace and truth, grace and truth. God wants a relationship with you. God wants to know you. And it's in the closeness of relationship that change takes place. 
So to the addict, there's hope. To the the broken, there's hope. To the person who has something on the inside of them like we all do, that is stuck, that's feeling like it can't change, stop trying to change and start connecting with Jesus. He can change. He He can make things new in your life. And so Zacchaeus was transformed. The priority for Jesus was not to fix Zacchaeus, it was to find him. And it says, today salvation has come to this house. Why had salvation come to the house? Because Jesus was there. Not because Zacchaeus did something. It had nothing to do with what Zacchaeus did. It had everything to do with the presence of Jesus. Why? Because we don't receive salvation, we receive Jesus. And Jesus is salvation. Today, salvation has come. Verse 10, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. So, as we close, what was Jesus' purpose on earth? What was His purpose? It was to seek and to save the lost. To seek, to look for. You ever lost your keys? Wow, leave me up here by myself. Okay, have you ever lost your keys? You gotta look for them. You gotta look for them. Jesus isn't standing up in heaven and He's not wanting a church that's sitting back and watching the world. He's building a church and He is a Saviour who is seeking, seeking, seeking for those who want Him, seeking for those who are ready, seeking for those who are hungry. God is on a mission God has a purpose and it's to seek and to save who? The lost. Not the found, the lost. God is looking for those who feel lost, who are broken. His purpose is to seek and to save the lost. And therefore, I believe it must be our purpose. Our purpose must align with the purpose of God to seek and to save the lost. We must align with God. And his purpose, in Luke 15 verse four, we read, suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And this is my question for us today. If you know God, this is my question. Will you stay with the 99 or will you join the search for the one? We exist to join with God on a search. We're not inward looking. We're not preference orientated. We are mission minded. And do you know, the the closest place to be with God is in the place of purpose. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. If you wanna find a new sense of purpose, if your Christianity has got boring, hello. Hello, you there? Sometimes it goes really quiet because that's really true. (laughs) Has it got boring? Because maybe you're sitting with the 99 looking inwards. And when you're looking inwards, all you do is try and assess what's going on amongst yourselves 
yeah, well, I wish the worship was a little bit like this. And I wish his preaching would change a little. And I wish they'd get a new pulpit, see-through pulpit. What the heck is that? I, you know, I wish that. And I wish, yeah. And amongst ourselves, the 99, we're all talking about what, let's, uh, my preference, I don't like it. And I prefer it when they dance. I don't like dancing. I hate it when they dance. I wish the worship team would dance more. I wish they would dance less. I wish that Alex Lee would get a haircut. I wish that he would grow it longer. I wish, and we're in this 99 little circle looking at each other, ignoring the mission, this side of eternity that matters most, the search for the one. That's why we exist. We don't exist to have a little happy, clappy club party looking on the inside. We exist to join the search party, the search party. I don't want to be stuck with the 99. I want to be with Jesus looking for the one because the truth is Jesus isn't looking inwards. He's looking out and He says, follow me as I search for the one. We exist to find the lost. Two out of 52, who are you praying for? Who are you looking for? Who are you believing for? Who's that two people out of 52 weeks a year? Who's the two people that you are praying for? Not that they would be found to be judged, but found so they can be saved, set free, healed, find hope, faith and love. So Jesus' purpose was to seek and to save the lost. But His priority was Zacchaeus. And because He came to seek and to save the lost in that moment, in the crowd, what was His priority? It wasn't fist bumping all the Pharisees. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up, Brian? (laughs) I don't know if anybody was ever called Brian back in the day, but trying to connect and trying to be seen as important. He didn't walk around trying to be elite. Hey, I'm Jesus. He wasn't trying to do that. What was his priority? It was little Zacchaeus up a tree. And all the Jews had an idea of what God's purpose was. It was to appease their tradition. But God didn't come to appease their tradition. He came to flip it and break it and change it. Because their tradition had got so 99 inwards that they didn't know where truth was. Truth had been lost and the mission had been muddied because they were so looking inward that Jesus came to flip it. So they look outwards. And who did Jesus care about in that moment? Zacchaeus was the priority. And how how was it made possible for Zacchaeus to see Jesus? How? How? What, what was it that enabled Zacchaeus to get perspective to see Christ? What was it? It was a tree. It was a tree. And this is my last question for us. What kind of church, what kind of location are we going to be? Are we going to be like the crowd? Or will we be like the tree? The tree that enables people to see Jesus. (laughs) 
Will we be the crowd that blocks people's view of God? Or will we be like a tree that lifts them up so they can see? Will you be somebody who others can climb on and rely on and and get a, a foot up so they can see God? Or are you gonna puff yourself up? Are you gonna puff yourself up and in doing so block their vision of God? Knowledge puffs up, love builds up. We are building on the foundation of love and therefore if my back can help you, I will lean down, I will scrub the floors and I'll let you get a foot up so you can see Jesus. We are not here to judge, to lord, to be big and to be bold. We are here to be humble, to be low and to serve our community. To lift people up. Our prayer is that every person who comes into this place, comes to our connect groups, who takes their next step, who's on our team, every one of us that we would be lifted, elevated. We pray that this building would inspire you. It would elevate you. Our prayer is that the little details of what we do would elevate your vision and your perspective so you can see Jesus. Just a smile with your eyes because you've got a mask on. A smile can lift somebody up. A conversation, listening to people can lift them up. What kind of church are we gonna be? The crowd or the tree? Isaiah 43 to five says, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. John the Baptist in the book of John, he was the fulfilment of Isaiah 40 because he was the voice of one calling in a wilderness, making straight the path. And John the Baptist is the picture of what the church is to be for the world. That's good. What The church, we are here to be like John the Baptist. Not, we're not here to be Jesus. We're not here to replace the role of Jesus. We're here to be John the Baptist who makes the way to Jesus. If you are trying to be the Saviour, stop it. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. If you are trying to pontificate and be the wisest, smartest person in the room, the one with all knowledge and wisdom from the Lord and the only way to God is through my wisdom, stop it. That's not what we are. You don't have to know it all. You don't have to have a theology degree to help somebody connect with Jesus. You just need to be humble, humble, humble. So when we are in worship, the way you lift your hands, you're helping somebody else find God. The way you read your Bible, you're helping somebody else find God. Make straight the path. That's our prayer. So I pray that like in the story of Zacchaeus, If God was looking for a tree, for somebody who's feeling short in life, like everything they've got is coming up short, they're empty. My prayer is that if God was looking for a sycamore fig tree, He'd pick silver water. And He'd place us in the story so that Zacchaeus walking around the suburbs of Silverwater could come to this play and climb up on the back of Silverwater like a good old fashioned sycamore tree and get perspective on who their maker is, their creator is, the lover of their soul is. I pray that God would pick us 
to be His tree so that someone lost can see.